0: unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Happy New Year and welcome to 2019 and our first Jeff Allen Sports Talk podcast of the year. And we're going to look back at 2018 briefly. My top moments, I've got four of them. You know, a lot of people do three, some do five, some do ten. I'm just going to do Four just to be difficult. (laughs) Four was, I just wanted to do ones that were meaningful to me. They may not be uh, exciting to you, at least one or two of them, but uh, I think you'll agree on a couple of them. Anyway, let's uh, start with uh, my fourth one. It would be Ronald Acuna, winning the Rookie of the Year and helping the Atlanta Braves to win the National League Eastern Division title. Acuna did not play the first part of the season. They kept him uh, down in the minors. And once he came up, he was electric, uh, winning games by himself, hitting a long ball, great speed, tremendous defense in the outfield. And what a terrific young player he is. And uh, helped the Atlanta Braves accelerate their plan a year earlier than scheduled as far as being a contender in the National League. My number two moment, let's learn how to count. My number three moment is the Minnesota miracle. That was the Stefan Diggs touchdown grab that from Case Keenum, stunning the New Orleans Saints at the end of their playoff game. My number two moment is... The University of Maryland-Baltimore County as they became the first 16 seed to beat a 1 seed taking down the Virginia Cavaliers at the NCAA Basketball Tournament. It had never happened before. And not only did they take down the Cavs, they blew them out in big time fashion. And my number one top moment of 2018 was UCF winning the 2017 National Championship. Self-proclaimed... By all rights, except for at least one, at least one uh, one of those calculated polls that got them uh, a claim of the national championship to be in the NCAA record book, the Collie Matrix. And what a great uh, win in the Peach Bowl it was for the Knights as they capped off an undefeated season, the only undefeated 2017 football team. And that, of course, segues to the Fiesta Bowl, where the Knights came up just a little bit short to the LSU Tigers out in the desert of Arizona. And the Knights, as poorly as they played, still had a chance. They had their opportunities in that game. I don't think uh, this was Coach Josh Heupel's best coached game, as I think he put a little too much on Daryl Mack's shoulders. I. Abandoned the running game, I think, way too early, and didn't get back to it until late when they were trying to rally. I thought that was uh, putting the young freshman in a difficult position. This is only his third game, or you know, the third when he started. Uh, so he he's still learning, and it was evident as he held the ball too long. And I think if McKenzie Milton had would have been able to play that outcome would have been different. And I'm not going to take anything away from LSU. They played a terrific game. Uh, their quarterback, Joe Burrow, what a tough dude he is after taking that wallet from Connors and getting up and performing very, very well for LSU. And their their offensive and defensive lines were, uh, were they were just big grown men doing their job. Um, but I think with McKenzie Milton, he would have been able to make more throws in the passing game. and and again, Mac did a did a fine job uh, in the last part of the season, having to hold down the uh, hold down the fort. and he's definitely got great potential and he will be a very good quarterback. Uh, again, you remember McKenzie Milton in his freshman season, he held onto the ball too long a lot of times and and made some inadvised scrambles. So it's just learning pains for Mac, And even despite all that, the Knights had their chances. The Gabriel Davis drop on what would have been a 75-yard touchdown pass uh, certainly hurt. Um, and the penalties, that did not help either. But uh, another great season for the Knights. Back-to-back undefeated regular seasons. A 25-game winning streak. Just so much that uh, you have to tip your cap to the UCF Knights. Certainly the the haters, the naysayers, the Paul bombs of the world are going to crow and take advantage of that. And that's the chance you take when, as the Knights, you you feed into the publicity machine and bang on the door. Hey, we need to be in the playoff. And you lose a game like that. You're going to get the, the, the backlash on the social media uh, exchange. And again, that comes with the territory. So they'll have to reload and try to do it again next season. Well, after the Fiesta Bowl was the Rose Bowl on ESPN between Ohio State and Washington. And oh, goodness gracious, ESPN turned that thing into an Urban Meyer love fest. (coughs) That was disgusting. Not saying that Urban should not have been given credit for his great coaching credentials. He has them. That can't be disputed. But he's a despicable guy. And they just kept going on and on and on about him. And it's like, oh my goodness, just stop. <sighs> and again, I was uh, feeling a little kind of thing in the throat there. Ugh, disgusting. The NFL playoffs get underway with a wild card weekend this weekend. In the AFC, the Colts and the Texans. That should be an interesting matchup. Both have played very, very well. The Colts might be the hottest team going right now, and I think they're very dangerous. They have a stout defense. Andrew Luck is playing at Andrew Luck level. They have the nice running game with Marlon Mack. Texans and Deshaun Watson certainly are no slouches. That will be a pretty interesting game. The other AFC tilt has the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens Getting it done down the stretch with Lamar Jackson, the rookie running quarterback, as he led the Ravens to the playoffs. The Chargers have been under the radar, as we mentioned on the last podcast, through the entire season. And they are also a very dangerous team. I would not uh, count them out as, as well. The NFC side, the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys will go at it at Jerry World. Seahawks won an earlier meeting during the season Over the Cowboys in Seattle. 24-13. And the Philadelphia Eagles. Riding the wave of Nick Foles. Once again. He comes in for the injured Carson Wentz. Down the stretch of the season. And rallies the Eagles into the playoffs. Where they'll face a very great Chicago Bears defense. Foles comes in as the having the record for the best completion percentage in NFL playoff history, 72%, I believe. And uh, they are uh, riding a good wave right now. Chicago will have to lean on the defense. I don't think their offense is very prolific. They're, 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 they're decent, but they're not prolific. So it'll be a, uh, an interesting one there. Speaking of the NFL... As the regular season ended on Sunday, Monday, the pink slips started going out. Seven NFL head coaching openings, uh, one from earlier in the season when Cleveland dumped Hugh Jackson. I still think Greg Williams should get that job. He got results, and very rarely does that happen when you put the interim guy in that you get those kind of results. The team plays for him, and... They're actually going to interview Josh McDaniels. Why on earth would this guy get another chance after his pulling the rug out on the Indianapolis Colts, which, by the way, it worked out better for them because Frank Reich is certainly turned out to be a much better choice anyway. Because McDaniels, you know, in Denver did not do so well his first time around. Why this guy is getting another chance and another look for a head coaching position is absolutely ridiculous. And we'll close on this this evening, legendary wrestling announcer Mean Gene Okerlund passing away at the age of 76. And in yes, I know wrestling is not a sport, but we do like to weave a little pop culture into the into the podcast every now and then. And Mean Gene, also like the great Gordon Solie, was one of those guys who, you know, kind of looked like a newsman, had that serious stern thing. Almost had you thinking, god, is this Kind of real. <laughs> always did some great things, and and uh, I was always a WCW guy, so was pretty elated when when Mean Gene uh, switched sides from the at the at that then the WWF, which eventually became the WWE. Uh, mean Gene was uh, certainly instrumental as uh, Hulk Hogan made his way when he crossed over wrestling promotions. Hey, let me tell you, Mean Gene. You know, it was always fun stuff, uh, and he was was definitely a terrific uh, showman in that serious, stern sort of way. So uh, rest in peace, Mean Gene. And with that, we are done here. thanks for listening to jeff allen sports talk follow jeff on twitter at jeff allen underscore 88 on facebook at jeff allen 88 and the website jeff allen sportstalk.com and you can reach out to the show anytime by email jeff allen sportstalk at gmail.com jeff allen sports talk is brought to you exclusively by kramer's salve for dogs L-V-E